0: Can you brush your teeth too much? Not no, no mice no. Do mice live beneath the cities in their own little mini civilizations? All of these questions you can find the answer to on This Paranormal Life. Welcome to the podcast. Hey. I'm going to be your host for this week, Rory Powers. As always. And I'm joined by my co-host, best pal, brother, and lover, bricka, 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 Kit Greer
1: i sorry, just got through. We're not lovers.
0: Yep, snuck that right in there. Anyway, so what we do on this podcast is uh, every week we examine a brand new paranormal tale. And as professional paranormal investigators, we will come to the conclusion at the end as to whether or not it is true or a load of baloney. Uh, We have decades of research behind us. We have years of regretful research in front of us.
1: (laughs) It's true. They say that... um, too much focus on the past leads to depression too much focus on the future leads to anxiety yeah I got ghosts in front of me (laughs) ghosts behind me I don't know what you want to call that but it's bad (laughs) why does no one talk about the present because I'm sad now
0: (laughs) well Kit it could be worse alright because while we may be sad little pathetic men most people in their lives like us live not having to think about what it would be like To come face to face with a giant muscle-bound beast.
1: Muscle-bound beast.
0: Muscle-bound beast. We live in London, okay, Uh and there simply aren't that many animals around here uh, that can f us up.
1: It's true. Not since, um, not since Saint Patrick drove all the muscly beasts out of England.
0: Exactly. Now we live back in the
1: eighties or nineties.
0: Africa has lions, right? Antarctica has. Killer whales, for Christ's sake. And especially Australia, one of the most dangerous places on the
1: earth. Now that you're right about. I know we got some Australian listeners. Yeah. I would like to know, how, how do you live? How do you get out of bed in the morning? I assume there are spiders
0: in your shoes. Spiders in the Snakes shoes. in your hair. Yeah. Um, your bed is just the mouth of a lion. Yeah. You just kind of nestle in there expect him to swallow and if he doesn't congrats you get to live another
1: day yeah it's crazy because they speak english they're like me and you they you know they look the same they dress the same but everyone in that country is a is a goddamn expert survivalist a
0: maniac if you will yeah yeah honestly i've never been but i assume you know you know when you're like flying to a country. And uh, before the plane lands, they'll make, maybe give you like a brochure of what you can do or like immigration forms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Australia is probably, they just hand out harpoons
1: and shields. It's very much like Battle Royale. Have yeah. you seen that? You, <laughs> you're airdropped. You're airdropped a, a weapon, a randomized weapon. If you're lucky, you get a gun. If you're unlucky, you to get shoot a... shoot sp-
0: yourself
1: before you hit the ground. <laughs> if you're unlucky, you get a spoon to shoot yourself with. Spoon out your eyeballs or something. (laughs) Um, But as I said, as sheltered London millennials, none of these creatures
0: are ever going to mess with us. It's not something we have to worry about. Or are they?
1: That was a quick 180. Go on. The year is
0: 1978, and Patricia Wilcox, a school bus driver, was cruising down a multi-lane road in Wisconsin. The road's pretty full, but the cars are moving quick. You know, and it's a nice sunny day, so she doesn't mind that much enjoying the cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, she can hear honking in front of her. Something's happening down the road. Okay. She manages to catch a glimpse of some sort of group of animals darting across the road. Cars are now swerving, (laughs) slamming on their brakes, trying to avoid And where where did you say this
1: was again? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. So, I don't know what Wisconsin's like. Maybe some deer, maybe some elk.
0: I think that's... That's what they're assuming it is. Okay. But it's not long before one driver plows right into one of the beasts head on. It's not looking good for the animal. Mm -hmm. If this is a deer, it's been obliterated. Yeah. It's not going to survive a crash like that. But all of a sudden, Patricia watches as the creature rises from the floor and hops away, bouncing into the distance patricia has just become one of the earliest reported witnesses of a creature known as the phantom kangaroo
1: so are you excited about the next hour i'm confused and annoyed uh so you said it was a bright sunny day bright sunny day good visibility obviously high visibility no one even had their lights on it was like bright Sunday. No. She saw something get hit by a car and yeah. then, then escape. Um, was it a deer or not? It was a phantom kangaroo.
0: Okay. I feel like I illustrated that so it, in bold. It's actually capitalized on the so page. It,
1: so it wasn't... Okay, so it was a kangaroo.
0: If you can't accept this now, we're going to have a lot of problems moving <laughs> forward. All right,
1: so... so it's just that you've, so you've, you've said that it is something yeah. which... Prior to this story, no one thought to ever exist. I so think Patricia would argue with so you. Actually, you're going to need to just explain a little bit of what that is, what it looks like. Uh, I will not, and I will instead continue with the story.
0: <laughs> so combative.
1: Okay. Uh, fine. Look, so so it's a so it's a kangaroo.
0: It's a for all extensive purposes, it's a kangaroo. Someone hit a, a loose kangaroo in Wisconsin. Okay. To which can, a place to which kangaroos are not native. Yeah. All right. Now, you'd think this would be the only sighting of said kangaroo. (laughs) You're just rubbing your temple. (laughs) You're like, I don't want to be here for the next 45 (laughs) minutes. But if you did think that, Kit, you'd be wrong. All of a sudden, kangaroo sightings start appearing all over Wisconsin.
1: After this first incident.
0: Yes. One couple named Greg and Janet (laughs) (laughs) Napientek. I'd never read that out loud before. This, not making it up on the Rory, spot. Rory
1: usually has notes in his hand. Today is just sitting, eyes closed, frowning, <laughs> clearly thinking as hard and fast as he can. Hopping on the spot. <laughs> he's doing that thing where he's smacking his lips as if he's like trying to...
0: <laughs> nappy <your> attack. tech.
1: <laughs> think, think of the next plot line.
0: <laughs> they were driving down a country road when they saw what appeared to be a strange looking deer <laughs> it's not a deer though a deer
1: on two strong legs hopping <laughs> around deers have pretty strong legs as it is but so these were noticeably stronger like,
0: deers and kangaroos look very different i think you would have to be yeah. very blind to look at a deer and think why is that deer have a smaller deer in its belly pouch
1: like i think <laughs> i know what it, maybe these stories are getting at which is is they in the back of their heads are going it can't be a kangaroo right. because they're not native exactly but, i mean like you don't think that when you go to a zoo that's true you're not like is that a d- oh my god <laughs> <laughs> they are kangaroos like <laughs> that is how a, a zoo works we bring animals from other places here but this is the wild
0: there's no there's new new laws in the
1: wild it's, you ever heard of the law
0: of the goddamn jungle <laughs> the law is anything goes <laughs> so there are no laws in the jungle
1: <laughs> so says the judge of the jungle the lion
0: <laughs> greg said and i know one of the things you're worried about in this episode is that you know talking about kangaroos i'm going uh-huh. to be offensive to the our australian audience mm-hmm. so don't worry about that mate <laughs> <laughs> jesus <laughs> I've, I've been practicing accents in the mirror for hours I think I've f- nailed it. <laughs> Greg said, we, we were pretty close. Within about 30 to 35 yards. It stood up, and I really couldn't believe what I was seeing. It was four feet tall, coloured like a deer. Janet thought it was a deer, until it stood up on its hind legs, and then jumped over a ditch and fled. She said, It was a kangaroo.
1: <laughs> so just to clarify... Um, these people were from Wisconsin.
0: Wisconsin natives, born and bred, never left. I obviously just wanted to do the Australian accent to illustrate their knowledge of wildlife. Um, <laughs> but even then, they couldn't believe that it was a kangaroo
1: either. It's true. It is the voice of a survivor, someone who's knowledgeable in nature. Yeah. I mean, who, who's the most um, brave, knowledgeable um, person of all time? Steve Irwin. Uh, and that exactly. is the voice of a professor.
0: Like all these stories that we've told on the podcast before, things start kicking off, all right? Or I guess you could say hopping off. <laughs> the newspapers get wind of these sightings, and all of a sudden, kangaroo fever hits the state. You know, you got a kangaroo court, you could say. <laughs> <laughs> Groups of men begin banding together for quote-unquote
1: kangaroo hunts. Really? Attempting to capture these elusive beasts. Jesus, this is how... I mean, for sure, bring in professionals... Right, there are uh, pest control people there are um, sort of domestic animal control people people whose entire livelihoods uh, is keeping control of animal populations keeping control of um, non-indigenous animal populations so they don't uh, swarm habitats and cause environmental destruction Um, tell them I think rather than band together in vigilante groups of kangaroo hunters sometimes you gotta seize the moment
0: (laughs) chief (laughs) well especially as well because these people apparently they thought they could hunt them using air horns
1: what i don't know why you would do this the only reason I, what what can you hunt in the world with an air horn well it's like <laughs> ravers i don't know you know how um like uh you have like bird
0: mating calls and like coyote mating calls i guess if you blow into it it's like and that to them yeah. is like, I want to bang, I want to bang.
1: But if you, That's I guess, like a club <laughs> banger to them,
0: yeah, I want to get it on. <laughs> but if you duct tape an air horn to a kangaroo mating flute and blasted through that, it would it would be so intense that kangaroos across the nation would just hear like, I oh, want a. F- now like let's go <laughs>
1: so let, let's to combine those two songs if you could repeat what you just said and i'll do an air horn on the count of three okay one two three I wanna I wanna f-
0: now. that is the noise that is essentially being blasted over the wow. wild wilderness
1: <laughs> that's what kangaroos hear it like anyway
0: <laughs> angry and horny <laughs> It's actually our new podcast we're starting this week. <laughs> Welcome to Angry and Horny. <laughs> We've
1: gone wrong somewhere.
0: Um, it even goes as far as one man making his own kangaroo costume to, to lure them into traps. Really? That yeah. seems dangerous.
1: You don't want to blare an angry, horny, I want to f- air horn for kangaroos and then dress up as a kangaroo <laughs> <Be> like dancing <laughs> twerking in this kangaroo outfit <laughs> playing like whatever sexy kangaroo music sounds like they hadn't thought this through <laughs> uh, but the
0: problem was that incidents were so spread apart that sightings would often be miles away okay uh making it very difficult to pin down any one location to hunt
1: okay sure
0: So as you can imagine, little to no luck with hunting the kangaroos. Okay. But not everyone was as mad and passionate as these drunken redneck hunters, who, as we know from researching many stories, are the most passionate people in the world. (laughs) Right. Many Wisconsin residents figured the whole thing was a hoax. Cool. Maybe it's just to drum up some publicity for the towns. It's not real. People are seeing deer. There's obviously no kangaroos in Wisconsin.
1: I would love to see the town hall meeting where they're brainstorming, like, tourism, like, ideas. One guy's like, well, we do make, um, good cheese here in Paris, Wisconsin. (laughs) We-we-we sell a lot of peanuts, I guess we could start some sort of, you know, agriculture-based, you know, gift store, trying to bring people into the night, say, we are, you know, Peanut Town, USA, whatever. Someone's going, or... Little Australia, the only place in the world you can see kangaroos outside of Australia.
0: I love it. It's like, yeah, we could, um, you know, drum up, uh, do talent shows, town meetings, big festivals. It's like, hmm, I don't think that's really hitting the mark. Think, let's think. Where do people want to visit more than anywhere else in the world? The Australian Outback. The Australian (laughs) Outback. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) And what does it have? Kangaroos, Like, the most uneducated men running this, yeah. this town.
1: Where do people like to go? Where it's
0: hot. <laughs> yeah. And sandy. Really prejudiced as well. It's like, uh, we could set up a little town called, uh, you know, Little Paris. We'll fill it with stinky cheese. <laughs> Rude people. <laughs> and it's like... And then we'll have Little England, where everyone who has f- up
1: teeth and we'll serve tea that tastes like shit (laughs) then we'll go to little (laughs) little shanghai no stop it stop it right there this is getting racy uh a lot of people think it's a
0: hoax but the wisconsin agricult agri that's a hard word the wisconsin agricultural department took the sightings very seriously what and even went as far as to issue a press release warning citizens to beware of the phantom animals. Oh, shut up. I may have added phantom to that sentence. Oh, they, they
1: just said animals?
0: Maybe it was animals. Maybe it was phantom. Okay. Apparently, the press release warned citizens that kangaroos frequently carry anemia, a potentially deadly infection.
1: What, anemia? Yeah. I thought anemia is just when you, like, don't eat enough spinach or something. That's some what shit. I thought as
0: well, that it's, like, a lack of hemoglo- hemoglobins, right? Or something like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like your blood's not getting Maybe enough oxygen. Maybe
0: they can carry it in some form and, try, I don't know. Jesus. It was in the goddamn article, all right? And I took it as gospel.
1: <laughs> oh, this is a crazy story.
0: <laughs> Worried citizens, if they come across one, they wrote, should check the animal's lower lip for a tattoo for proof Of inoculation against the disease. (laughs) What? (laughs) How are you going to get that close
1: to a kangaroo? I know. What if it's dead? Is that the idea?
0: (laughs) Well, phantom or otherwise, you should not approach a kangaroo and try and lift its lip. Definitely not. Tattoo it on his forehead
1: or something. I've seen videos of kangaroos boxing, okay? Yeah. They are the Mike Tysons of the Australian Outback. If you try and lift up a kangaroo's lip,
0: he will kick your teeth into your mouth. You will die. You will die. He doesn't even need to be a special type of kangaroo for that to happen.
1: Although now that I'm thinking about it, it seemed kind of rude putting those kangaroos in boxing matches, seeing as they have massive legs yeah. and tiny, <laughs> tiny arms. <laughs> it's a cruel irony. Which you're not allowed. You're not allowed to use those legs in boxing. That's very mean. Despite the sightings
0: and the warnings and the kangaroo hunts, officials never found the kangaroos and okay. no one could explain the strange incidents now it would be strange enough if these were the only phantom kangaroo sightings in the US but there have been loads what so many like in, in fact in recent times yeah up until i think 2009 jesus and riffing on this 4 years earlier than this case in Wisconsin around 1974 in Chicago a kangaroo was reported loose in the city Really? Now, this is this is actually really funny. Uh, while I was researching this story, I found two different descriptions of how this situation panned out.
1: <laughs> from the kangaroo's perspective and from the people's <laughs> perspective.
0: The kangaroo actually said there was a lot of unnecessary police brutality that <laughs> went into it. Uh, so I thought I'd read out both of the, the descriptions of the situation. Mm-hmm. The first one says, Police officers managed to trap the beast in an alleyway you know freeze don't move you hoppy bastard guns yep. raised but before they could capture it it leapt over a giant fence
1: no that is like in the movies whenever they scale the wire fence
0: yeah now was this leap enough to prove that the kangaroo was some sort of specter i don't know
1: yeah i don't, I don't how, know how, how high, lo- how high they a jump?
0: kangaroo can jump
1: i think this was a big jump is that something we should look up yeah let's okay. do that
0: right now So we went online to find out how high a kangaroo can jump. And hard cut later, we're now watching a YouTube clip of a boxing match between a man and a kangaroo. I don't feel good about this. I don't feel good about it. They've also given the kangaroo, like gloves which i think if anything is gonna be counterproductive it's gonna
1: be worse I and mean, the kangaroo is trying to fight the referee at this point which i think is fair
0: the dude's not really punching him he's kind of like egging him on like jazzing him a bit actually that know. was pretty dude. Those are hard. pretty
1: hard punches this is definitely not legal for sure not illegal what country is this oh my god yeah yeah the can- kangaroo dealt a few pretty hardcore blows that guy's uh stomach ah it's in f- russia of course okay that makes a lot of sense Okay, I'm sorry for that detour, guys. So we so we knew it jumped extremely high. Um, eight feet. I mean, that could be over a fence. It could be. It's pretty high. Or he could have floated as phantoms
0: do not abide by the laws of gravity, That's as true. we know. That's true. The other telling of the story. Two police officers cornered the giant kangaroo in a dark alley when one officer tried to handcuff him The kangaroo screeched and became vicious. Whoa. Punching the officer in the face and then kicking them in the shins. When more hmm. squad cars arrived, the kangaroo took off at high speeds, clearing a fence and disappearing into thin air.
1: Wow. Thoughts? He sounds uh, like a bad boy, actually. (laughs) I'd like to meet this kid. (laughs)
0: I actually might use that whistle and air horn uh, to see if he's interested. <laughs> I mean, obviously, the second one is the true one. Yeah. There's more description descriptive.
1: Yeah, I like that. I like the idea of multiple squad cars turning up to take on this kangaroo.
0: <laughs> and, the, the, you know, the cops like you're going away for a long time, brew," And he's like. You pig! <laughs> like, you know, getting his head slammed on the bonnet and everything. I, you know, I got boys on the outside—phantoms <laughs> and regulars. They're going to be coming and for your regulars. kids, Chief. <laughs>
1: They're going to kick your wife in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> this is <grews> really malicious. <laughs> I know what the inside of your house looks like. <laughs> Hope Timmy's sleeping safe tonight. <laughs> Cops crying. Shut the f- up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut
0: up. I know you, Pete. I'm in your head. <laughs> I got you right where I want you in a little pouch in the front of my f-ing belly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like a Charles Gangsta- Manson of kangaroos. <laughs> Gangsteroo.
0: <laughs> oh man. Later, the newspapers reported sightings of a kangaroo
1: in Indiana
0: and Illinois, wow. but again, no kangaroo was ever caught. What are your thoughts? So, so far
1: it's i mean Vaked. this is mad right right <laughs> it's quite interesting that these are all kind of i don't know my geography too good right. but these are kind of midwestern um states i guess the kind of places that kangaroos maybe could live i mean you're not going to find it in like toronto yeah very cold uh in terms of north america you're going to find it like maybe more south maybe more Midwest. that's true
0: and but, as we know real kangaroos can only live in certain climates phantom kangaroos can live anywhere anytime that's true I- in any place so um the fact that there as far as i know haven't been any sightings in very cold areas would lead me to believe that i don't know maybe there's something more not paranormal going on here
1: the other thing but is what
0: but what then
1: zoos escaped kangaroos from i'll zoos? get on to that later <laughs> <laughs> on the conclusion and evidence section. <laughs> yes, 1974 was the year of the
0: Great Escape. Irrelevant, though.
1: This <laughs> fing <It's laughs> zoo can hold
0: us. Now I know what you're thinking, alright? Oh, these sightings were in the 1970s. That was ages ago. Any kangaroo that would be alive then would be dead now.
1: Right, I guess, yeah.
0: But not phantom kangaroos. <laughs> They're unkillable, I think. And sightings have continued... (laughs) Granted. Sightings have continued up until nowadays. What? There have been at least 20 reported sightings of kangaroos in the U.S. over the last several years. Oh, Jesus. This suggests that the beast cannot die. (laughs) Like Ra himself, he is
1: immortal. Or they're just multiplying, they're just having babies, I don't know.
0: One possibility, Uh yes. Or, like Ra himself, they are
1: immortal. Okay, true.
0: As we discussed uh, in the bonus episode, uh, which you can check out if you're a member of the Patreon, Ra takes many forms. Beetles, a man with the head of an ox, mm-hmm. a we full did cover this. ox. We did cover this. Could he not take the form of a kangaroo, of a roo? Well, we did. Ra roo. Roo ra. Praise roo ra. <laughs> I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Praise Ra Ra, whatever will
1: be, will be. Who's to say that this isn't a Ra? <laughs> I can't say that sentence. So, <clears throat> I mean, we did cover this though, and never once was it suggested that Ra could take the form of a kangaroo.
0: That's probably because there were no kangaroos in ancient Egypt.
1: Not even phantom kangaroos.
0: Not even phantom kangaroo.
1: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Rory, what's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Like run a bath, call a friend on the phone?
0: Oh, an extra hour. Mm. Probably plot revenge. What? Plot revenge against my enemies.
1: Okay, sure. Well, I'd start with Keith. Well, like Rory, i oh, lot just his name (laughs) a lot of us wish we had more time but if we had it what would we use it for in life the best way to feel like we have time is to prioritize what's most important to us and make time for it therapy can be a great way of looking inward and setting those priorities hey i've got a priority brother priority mailing this bag of dog poop to keith's front door honestly prioritize literally anything else therapy can help you gain life skills set boundaries and communicate better. Well, I would like to communicate some thoughts to Keith. If you're thinking about trying therapy, though, why not start with BetterHelp? It's all online, so it fits beautifully around your lifestyle. All you gotta do is fill out a questionnaire and kablam, they match you with a licensed therapist, which you can, of course, change at any time.
0: You can learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com paranormal life today to get 10% off your first month.
1: That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash paranormal
0: life thanks better help now as you can tell kit from the stories we've talked about today these aren't normal kangaroos in fact many people have blamed them for killing and mutilating animals really something that kangaroos just don't do
1: it's true they don't
0: animals such as sheep horses birds rabbits and smaller animals all presumably kicked to death <laughs> by their massive muscly legs one was even said to have carried a sheep in its mouth while it fled what i assume in its mouth and not in its little
1: (laughs) pouch yeah that's terrifying though. imagine just i don't know you, you get that feeling like you're being watched or followed one day yeah you look around there's an eight foot kangaroo behind you and it doesn't even kick you it doesn't even attack you with its mitts but it just starts stuffing you in its pouch. Terrifying. That is terrifying. Because
0: those pouches, as we know, um, are filled with goo.
1: Yes, I know that from watching The Simpsons.
0: It's really pretty gross. You'd think it would be like a snuggly pouch. You yeah. could just kind of hop in. But um, no, it is like a goo-filled sack. Yeah, that's yeah. That's pretty disgusting. Yeah. One of these phantom kangaroos apparently even attacked a horse leaving a giant gash across its chest. Mm. Another was allegedly hit by a car in 1981, but the corpse and the driver disappeared before it could be investigated. Now the logical explanation for this, obviously, is that these are, as you said, escaped zoo animals. But there are only two cases of kangaroos missing from American zoos, and they were both in 1968. Wow. only two cases wow only two cases reported cases so yeah. unless people are just not telling the government leaking ruse
1: <laughs> 24-7 yeah
0: I guess if, so 1968 you could hypothesize that kangaroos got out and banged and made whole armies of kangaroos yeah but that's not very likely I mean obviously more really. likely is the fact that phantom kangaroos are hopping out of the afterlife and traversing the real world of humans it's one of the two
1: I know where I'm placing
0: my money so I'm going to come down on us both saying that we're dealing with ghost creatures with abnormal strength, a taste for meat, and the power to vanish into thin air. Explanations vary as far as it being linked to genetic mutation or alien experiments or even creatures from another planet or dimension. Wow. You know, this could be any type of cryptid that just closely resembles a kangaroo.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But as we said... You know, this would be weird enough if they were existing just in a warm place. These phantom kangaroos have also been spotted in Japan, Europe, and other countries where kangaroos are not native. More explanations range from misidentified dogs or deers to the theory that they aren't kangaroos, but a different type of cryptid called a
1: devil monkey. (laughs) Who makes these names? Which I
0: did. I did uh, look up the Uh devil monkey and uh, it does not look like... A devil or a monkey. Oh, really? No, it looks kind of... <laughs> where are they like a kangaroo? <laughs> 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 uh, no, it just looks like... I don't, I'll,
1: get, I'll show you a picture. It looks like... Kind of like a man. <laughs> oh. So this is, this is kind of interesting. So this sounds like it's... Um, maybe closer to what these phantom kangaroos look like... Than a regular kangaroo. Because I think maybe... For the listeners, certainly for me... Some of the trouble I have with this case is that I'm just imagining a kangaroo. Yeah. This is hard to imagine.
0: They're called phantom kangaroos because of their elusive, mysterious nature and the fact they resemble kangaroos. Yes. One of these things up close might have goddamn fangs. Yep. It could have motherfucking gills. Could have anything.
1: Webbed feet. If you've laser come from vision. the afterlife, you pretty much get to it's like in a video game, design your own character. Yeah,
0: like you beat the game once, you get to come in again with maxed out weapons Yeah. and like a big old hog. That is what uh the devil monkey reportedly looks like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it kind of looks like a lemur or a or a meerkat. But, yeah, but five tall. foot tall and quite muscly with giant glowing yellow eyes. Exactly. Now,
0: who's to say, though, if one of them hunched over, kind of back straight, and hopped around, you wouldn't think upon first look that that's a kangaroo. Look at the tail.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah.
0: So maybe these people seeing these these apparitions running about, hopping across the land, are actually seeing other cryptids, unexplained, but obviously just linking it to kangaroos.
1: It's very true, you know, and we've talked about it many times in the podcast before, Um, you know, back in the days, we haven't quite covered it all. But back in Sumerian times, you know, there were helicopters running around in 2000 BC. You know, people don't realize, but the plague of locusts in the Old uh, Testament, right. that was actually... Blackhawk helicopters.
0: I think that's common knowledge. We don't need to get into that. Yeah, well it's just you past If you don't know it. that by now, you
1: are just stop listening. Legitimately a moron. Yeah. So that you know, but back then they didn't know how to put that into words because they'd never seen a black helicopter. Yeah. So they just called it like locusts or whatever they knew to look like that. Exactly. So and maybe you think we're seeing
0: the same thing here. Yeah, these people are seeing these goddamn hopping demons.
1: Yeah. these these ras and, and thinking, we only know that's a kangaroo. One ruraz that knows how to jump that high—a goddamn root. Just a root, Yeah. <laughs> so I've given
0: you some stories today, Kit. A lot, <laughs> yeah. a, a hefty amount of evidence, and I—I I don't want <laughs> a you to steaming pile of evidence. <laughs> I don't want you to hop to conclusions, mm-hmm. um, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but um i hope we're on the same page so that was my worst one yet
1: <laughs> i think my thoughts are clear in my own head i think the audience's right. thoughts are clear in their own head i think we've come to a nice conclusion i think so uh, too i think uh, let's you know. uh, but let's hear where you what you think objectively you've done the uh, the research here what do you make right. of this evidence
0: right um i i went hunting for evidence on the internet um you know when we say evidence we're talking youtube videos Uh we're talking dna uh, footprints
1: high quality shit hair
0: samples um but uh uh-oh they're ghosts (laughs) they don't leave shit behind (laughs) this is infamously hard to
1: track (laughs) this is you talking (laughs) to the police they're like rory you need to be serious you're going away for a long long time
0: I love the idea of us getting paid to be, like, ghost hunters <laughs> and go to hotels and people's houses to, like, fix the horrible paranormal situations. It's like, well, did you find anything? See, the only problem is, um, it's a fucking ghost. So, duh, there's nothing here.
1: Um, so, but yes. we do need an advance, actually, on the, <laughs> on, the, on the on the payments. So, of course, I've dusted the place for fingerprints, but, um, actually, guys, <laughs> it's a ghost, so, um... <laughs> Good luck with that.
0: Yeah. Um, do you actually have any um, uh, CCTV camera footage? Because I need uh, that immediately so I can put it in the bin, you idiot. <laughs> it's a ghost. <laughs> it's like an old couple that run a B&B. <laughs> we're being so rude to them.
1: <laughs> I know they call up our paranormal investigation service like, we think we're being haunted. Could you look into it and 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 see if there's something could be done? And we're like, g- g- y- good luck, good luck. <laughs> if, if if you bring haunted, okay. How how are we as mortals gonna stop a ghost? Yeah. Okay, you think we're just gonna swan in there and just like tell it to leave or like go home or whatever? Why don't you wait a month
0: or two till y'all are dead and ask him yourself, <laughs> fuckers.
1: We're wearing badges that say "Ask me about ghosts." <laughs>
0: We were so facilitating up until this point. We offer free consultations and everything. So much money and time wasted.
1: (laughs) Someday in the middle of us, like, condescending someone, telling them they're a f***ing idiot, you just start getting choked and lifted off the ground (laughs) by a ghost. Oh my god! Kicked in the balls by a roo. (laughs) Shit!
0: So I tried to look up a lot of evidence for these creatures. As I said, ghosts, don't leave a lot behind. The only ones are literally just sad videos I could find of people hitting kangaroos with their cars by accident. Like just driving at night and like hitting a kangaroo or one of them darting across a field. In the United States or in Australia? The description says... In the US
1: okay. and Phantom
0: Kangaroo, but it could literally be anywhere. Yeah, I could be just a video of a kangaroo that someone recorded on holiday. Yeah, I'm a professional. You know, I can't just take that as evidence. Yeah, I and need-
1: it's tricky because you have in in as far as I understand, um, an Australians listening can correct us on this mm-hmm. but from what i understand you've got about 70 kangaroos to one person in australia and like there's a real issue with big like mobs of these kangaroos running about the place so i'm sure they do get knocked on all the yeah. time but they also don't exist in any other country but australia that so, is true so it's something and chicago <laughs> sorry where the streets run brown <laughs> with kangaroos so it's something incredibly uh, ordinary in australia and literally paranormal anywhere else in the yeah,
0: world. which is actually a really cool way of looking at it, I think. Um, but in terms of my conclusion and the evidence found, I mean, short of this being Ra reincarnated in Ru form, as a Ru-Ra, I don't think this is real. I think people have made up stories. I think people have seen deers hopping about and, you know, thought it was a kangaroo. Um I don't think it's real. Unfortunately, it's going to be a no from me this week.
1: And it's going to be a no from me. I've watched enough videos of cars walking on two legs to know that this could have been anything.
0: <laughs> Blasting milk from his udders.
1: <laughs> Blinding to, folks. to
0: take out CCTV cams. <laughs> so unfortunately, this week, it is in fact another double no. But it was a fun one, right? It took us to some crazy places wisconsin my head is scrambled
1: (laughs) to be honest with you
0: i need a big old nap in a slimy pouch Uh, but thank you so much for joining us for this episode of this paramol life if you want more episodes uh every month including merch and other cool additional items you can check it out by going to our patreon which is the this paranormal life patreon where uh from as little as two dollars a month you can get your hands on some really cool additional stuff every month we also have our uh community facebook page which is the this paranormal life secret society every every week that page gets more members yeah and we announced it months ago Mm. why are you people waiting so long to join
1: Mm. there is
0: some eye-opening shit going on in that page that i feel like half y'all aren't even seeing
1: if you don't see the information on that facebook page you're going to miss the reckoning next week okay Listen, everyone who listens to this podcast is going to be on Goddamn in Hyde Park next week wearing blue uh, overalls and Nike trainers drinking Kool-Aid yeah. like there's no tomorrow because there is no tomorrow. Oh yeah. A lot of the Patreon funding has gone towards Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm.
0: Massive supplies of Kool-Aid because when the rapture uh, comes me and Kit want um, NFL style uh, buckets of poisoned Kool-Aid dunked over us mm-hmm. as uh, we give Ra one last praise and um, enter the eternal vessel up into the
1: uh, the golden gates and you're gonna miss this if you don't see uh, the Facebook group This Paranormal Life Secret Society get
0: your butts in there people Uh, if you also wanna follow us on Twitter we are at This Paralife Facebook This Paranormal Life and if you have any of your stories you want us to investigate or any of your own experiences with the paranormal email us at thisparanormallifepodcast at gmail.com I think that about
1: wraps it up for this week so a special thank you to everyone who has pledged on Patreon thus far we could not do it without you Uh, really from the bottom of our hearts it makes the podcast possible and uh, we would like to thank some of you specifically right here on the podcast here we go are you ready thank you so much to Anthony Ramirez Anthony
0: people say you are as small as an ant but I think you're as big as an anthill
1: Felipe still small
0: but okay. it's like not as small as everyone's saying
1: Felipe Flores
0: Felipe you're you the floor is always clean when you're around because <laughs> <laughs> you i float like
1: an angel your feet don't even touch the ground thank you for saving me for that one Jesus simple and effective Monique Monique, thank you so much for
0: supporting the podcast. Monique, if you have a clique, I'd like to join EAT.
1: Uh, Sarah Lovell. I love LU,
0: Sarah. <laughs> I really do. Jesus. I love LU. Just
1: imagining people with names that don't really sound like love. <laughs> Chris Loeb. I lobe you. I lobe
0: you hard.
1: Uh, oh, this one actually is Chris. Chris Cleeman uh, Chris you are the Kleman. You are the man
0: Chris Kleeman.
1: Greg Hayward
0: Greg Hey Where'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> Hope it wasn't far Chris <laughs> Stick around Hey right, it's Greg Greg
1: <laughs> Paul Garmston They say Paul Garmston Has the sickest garms of all I didn't have anything better so Chris Smith
0: Christmas is my favorite time of year. I love Christmas. Thank you for contributing to uh, the the uh, Patreon. We appreciate it a lot. It is very much a Christmas gift to us.
1: (laughs) Amy Bryan.
0: Amy Bryan. I am sick of trying to be your friend. Just accept the request. (laughs) I've been poking you. I've DM'd you on Twitter, Insta, Facebook linkedin bebo myspace direct message not dms but direct message as in putting it through her letterbox Mm -hmm. um and i'm yet to hear back so uh, as in
1: popping an envelope in her back pocket she wasn't looking (laughs) popping
0: a package full of barbie heads (laughs) through the chimney and still no friend request amy bryan come on
1: Kevin Farrell
0: Kevin Farrell he's a good man he's a great soldier we fought together in the first world war of all time
1: world war (laughs) 2
0: the one that really counted
1: I say that because I wasn't born for the first (laughs) world war
0: my first world war
1: (laughs) um again short simple to the point Sean Sean Bon Jovi
0: Sean Bon Jovi you've written many bangers (laughs) And uh, we appreciate I'm so that. So honored. You keep this fueled.
1: Joe Boris. Joe
0: Boris, I'd like to sample some of your Boris. Maybe some straw <laughs> Some raspberries. You're a good man. You're a
1: good fruit. <laughs> and a great soldier. And a
0: great soldier.
1: <laughs> James Ashmore.
0: I'd like to change your name to James fire more because you have got a lot of years left in you James. You're not ash just yet, buddy.
1: Uh Paul Egerton. Uh
0: Paul, you're a little too eager to get on this show. <laughs> Paul, if many of you don't know this, but he's been trying to slide into our messages
1: <laughs> and you thought you would take some of his tactics that didn't work
0: to to befriend yeah the, yeah the other woman, but it's just not working unfortunately.
1: Thank you to Shan Stevenson. Shan,
0: you are the man. Well done. That's it. Don't look at me like you expected something f***ing clever. It rhymed, alright? That's good enough. Uh, Shan loves rhymes. You ready for If I know one thing about Shan, she loves rhymes.
1: Because Shan is like the word orange or silver. It doesn't rhyme with anything. So she thrives on rhymes. Right. Ray McFartsum.
0: That's low-hanging fruit there, isn't it? (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say, Ray, you are... The rays of sunshine in my life that uh, beam down on me and melt my skin in a really good way.
1: Thank you to G Oatman.
0: You are the G O A T, the greatest of all time, and we appreciate your support.
1: Brian LeCompte.
0: Brian never li- is lion. Brian's never lion. He's a he's a proud man. He's a good, strong lion. I would serve beside him any day of the year.
1: Brian Varney
0: Brian Varney We actually um, When I first moved to London We had a, a house together Yeah He was my first flat share He lived in the basement I lived in the <laughs> attic And we called the middle No man's land we And fought. every day
1: We would <laughs> Yeah Throw projectiles At each other Down the stairs Yeah Thank you Lastly Not leastly Mostly With the hostly James Nesbitt
0: James Nesbitt Famous Northern Irish actor Rival Uh, For life, both in and out of the dojo.
1: We actually went side by side in a lot of auditions in the early days in Northern Ireland. Despite him being 50 years my senior, uh, he always bested me, even in um child roles frankly it was very was, infuriating yeah i was perfect for were written for me by my own family actually
0: i mean he would go in do his interview and come out and i would immediately burst in after him and say how many push-ups did james do i guarantee you i will do 10 more mm. um a lot of the times push-ups were not required for the role. no no no, never my really. athleticism was frowned upon as the role was for um spindly thin old men yeah uh, and the years of push-ups have made me quite jacked, mm. disturbingly so. Um, so uh, I'm actually more of a hunchback. My
1: doctor uh, says why?
0: He says my next push-up could be my last. And but the whole time I just hear James's cackle uh, in the distance, laughing at me and my With his deformed, spindly spindly
1: <laughs> arms.
0: <laughs> and his beautiful smile. Uh, I think that's everyone right that's everyone for now we'll be shouting out uh, more names as the show yeah. progresses obviously so if you hadn't heard yours yet you just hang in there guys it's coming don't worry about it um as always thank you so much for listening to the show and we will be back next tuesday with a brand new paranormal tale thank you
1: ciao Every now and then, Rory and I come across a podcast that we simply have to tell you about because we know that TPL listeners are gonna love it. That's why I'm so pleased to say that this episode is brought to you by... The Luke and Pete Show. This is pretty cool because Luke and Pete are friends of ours and they just happen to also be podcast royalty. The Luke and Pete Show is one of the top-ranking podcasts in the UK comedy charts.
0: Oh yeah, and if you thought this paranormal life is crazy and chaotic, this show has absolutely no rules. Unscripted, unplanned,
1: unsupervised. I think the only rule is that it is technically, legally a podcast.
0: Every Monday and Thursday, Luke Moore and Pete Donaldson bring you the world's strangest stories from Luke's belief in UFO conspiracy theories to Elon Musk's
1: latest attempts to be cool. The Luke and Pete show community is a broad church and everyone's welcome. I am personally highly invested in Pete's journey to importing a vintage Toyota Century limousine from Japan. I think last time I checked, he got the car and didn't have keys for it. So uh, I'm looking forward to what the next bad thing that happens is.
0: Yeah, I don't know a lot about cars, but I think keys are pretty important to the whole machine. Right. Listen now, wherever you get your podcast. The Luke and Pete Show every Monday and Thursday.